And we are back and live. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to a long, long, long overdue podcast. It is another 71 podcast, number 93. We're covering the July 2021 CPA exam changes and your questions. And so here we are. If you have a question, please leave it in the comments, either so we're live right now. So either leave it in the comments live, or if you watch this later as a recording, you can leave it there and I will see it and answer it in the next podcast. If it's a recording, if it's live, once I'm done answering all the um, questions that people submitted, then I'll go back to the comments and hit them up in the chat. All right. So, and if you have a question, you, you can also email me, Jeff at another 71. Dot com. A few disclaimers. Number one, I am very biased. Um, I, I own a CPA review company and I answer a lot of the questions through that lens. Um, however, um, I also recognize that a lot of my customers are also customers of my competitors and I don't consider them competitors. We all just get along pretty well in most cases. Uh, number two, I am repetitive. So uh, you can pretty much take most study questions and break them down into three or four uh, different constructs as to how to answer them. And so, um, so that's a good thing is that my answers are relatively simple. I'm a simple guy. Um, but also just the more that you hear uh, the study methodology, because clearly the word is not getting out. Um, the, the more you can apply it to your own uh, unique situation. And I'm also going to get very thirsty as I, as I do this. All right. And, um, and finally, I am, I, I'm mostly correct. My wife might, <laughs> my wife might disagree um, with that, but I've been doing this for over, over 10 years. I've gotten thousands of emails. I've answered thousands of, of questions probably tens of thousands of questions over, over that period of time. And uh, I see the mistakes that candidates make. I've seen what works. You can decide uh, if, my, if my answer works for you and uh, apply it accordingly. All right, so first up, Valerie, what are the CPA exam changes after July 1st? Um, well, the the July CPA exam changes were um, for this last July 2021. Um, they so I've been doing this again for ten or eleven years, and this was the, in my opinion, the worst update um, time I can remember. They for the the first time that I can remember, they they did away with content, and and then they also added content, um, and then they also threw in a new blueprint on top of that, and so um, so yeah, this was a, a pretty um, substantial change um, for for a couple of the exams, and so we're just going to break that down. Um, so beginning with far. They removed IFRS, which I think was a good thing back in 2010 or whenever, maybe 2011, when when they added it, 
there was the whole uh, uh, gap plus IFRS convergence. Uh, the differences between the two were getting fewer and fewer. And so they were testing you on, on the differences and um, they've since, I guess, decided to punt that. And consequently, you don't need to know any more IFRS. That's a good thing. Um, I was never a fan of it anyway. <laughs> but um, pension accounting is also going away. So um, I was sad to see my, my Prius um, mnemonic go away. And, uh, and, and also discontinued operations. Now, discontinued, discontinued operations as a topic went away. But you obviously need to know how discontinued ops affects the income statement. So that's FAR removals. <clears throat> and so then they added, um, so while, while they did away with, with the pension accounting, they added financial statements for um, employee benefit plans. And so in, in the Ninja book in particular, we, we did away with the entire um, pension, pension chapter, but then um, added back the employee benefit plans. Moving on to regulation. They removed the Federal Securities Acts, which, you know, rule uh, 504, C 505 was done away with, and then 506. Um, you don't have to remember that stuff anymore. That's a good thing. Estate tax. Uh, you know, I personally would have left estate tax in there, but they didn't ask me. Um, I just think that your average CPA should be generally familiar with estate tax principles. Because, you know, you're saving up your money and, and then when you die, you want to get less of it away. So when you're sitting around the proverbial dinner table at Thanksgiving and your uncle asks you about estate tax, you want to be, you want to act like, uh, or sound like you're, you're reasonably competent, but that's okay. Um, and, and then AMT, huge fan of AMT leaving. I hated AMT. I hated AMT when I was studying and uh, glad to see it go. Good riddance, AMT. Now, there weren't really any additions to regulation other than they updated the 2020 tax numbers to 2021 amounts. Now, here's the deal. Um, <clears throat> I see posts in uh, various study groups and whatnot, um, confusions about... Um, medical, Schedule A medical percentages and um, net, net operating loss questions. So, um, so we had TCJA, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, and then we had the follow-up, which um, from a review provider standpoint, that was a horrible, <clears throat> that was a horrible update, but you don't care about that. Um, then they had the CARES Act, which was testable on the CPA exam for like three months, like September through December or whatever. Um, now, if you follow the standard um, AICPA's policy on new pronouncements, then um, a new tax law is testable uh, six months after the enactment, enactment date or the effective date, whichever is later. Now, the CARES Act... Um, while it's live through all of 2021 tax law, uh, the, the AICPA told the review, pro the CPA review providers that it was no longer testable as of January 1st. 
So um, the new net operating loss rules, like you know, 80% of taxable income and all that stuff that was part of the CARES Act, that's no longer testable, even though it's actual tax law. So it's where there's a difference between actual tax law and the CPA exam tax law. So that's no longer testable. However, um, I think some providers still have the CARES Act in their in their materials. And so I get emails, Jeff, why don't you have your materials updated? Um, such and such showing this. Um, don't you update? Well, actually I do. And um, here's why. Here's why this is wrong, and uh, you should, you know, in this unique instance, uh, Ninja is correct. So make sure that your review provider um, does not include CARES Act numbers in their 2021 tax law. So, all right, soapbox over. Then BEC, we added business processes, data analytics, and SOC reports. And for SOC reports, um, if you have the Ninja notes, it's, I mean, there's a lot to know about soccer. There's a, there's a lot that you could know about soccer reports. Um, but the Ninja notes break it down in a pretty simple format. They removed macroeconomics, so no more GDP and stuff like that. Not a huge deal. Auditing also added soccer reports and audit data analytics and so those were the big changes um people ask if far got easier and while i was tempted to say yes i would i will never say that far got easier that's that seems like blasphemy blasphemy to me um so i will say that far got less awful and essentially what happened was in my opinion uh this is all about my opinion <laughs> far and regulation um, were the two toughest exams and BEC and auditing were um, not as difficult. And I feel like the changes that they made while FAR and regulation are still, in my opinion, tougher, tougher. Um, there's more parity among the exams. It will be interesting to see when the uh, Q3, Q4 CP exam pass rates come out if that um, if that actually comes comes to fruition through the pass rates um, relative to um, the Q3 and Q4 windows of other, well, we don't really have windows anymore with continuous testing, but Q3 and Q4 quarters. So that's the CPA exam updates for July. I hope that was helpful. Moving on to the questions. And again, if you have a question, you can leave it in the comments or you can email jeff at another71.com. Jasmine writes in, how many CPA study programs market their materials with prescribed study time amounts? How is Ninja CPA different? All right. So um, there's really two paths to better CPA review materials. Uh, one, you can make your your materials more effective, so they actually help you to learn the concepts easier. They stick with you better. Uh, and two, they can make the materials more efficient. Um, now, 
every program out there, they have their pluses and their minuses, including Ninja. Um, if you are annoyed listening or watching this podcast by the sound of my voice, um, you're not going to like the Ninja audio. Um, I've been told that I also smack my lips a lot. I am pervert, uh, proverbial. I am perpetually dehydrated because I drink too much coffee. So that's that's my um, that's my uh, weakness, and so that's just how it is. So um, so every course has their pluses and minuses, and one thing that I try to do with Ninja to make it more effective, the the Ninja notes. It takes complex information, breaks it down into into little. Um, well, I used to call them fact nuggets, and then I called them then I called them ninja nuggets, which ninja nuggets sounds like poop. So, so I stopped calling them ninja nuggets. Um, but they they break them down into uh, little nuggets so that. Um, I mean, I get comments, Jeff. Your your ninja notes are so bare bones. Yes, by design. If you want just everything that you would. That you well, not everything that you that you could ever want to know about a topic because um, there are some review courses that just kind of barf the entire FASBs into their course and then um, it's up to you to wade through it. Uh, the Ninja book sometimes looks like barf, but it's really whittled down. But if you want just everything, you can read the Ninja book. But the the Ninja notes um, I think are a more effective learning tool for helping things stick. And then we also added um, Ninja Sparring, which uh, Ninja Mike runs the CPA tutoring, and we do that four times a week. And what he does is he takes a question, then breaks it out on a spreadsheet and walks through that. I think that's a more effective way of learning, more efficient. We have the, the Ninja Audio. So the Ninja Audio... Um, while you're driving, while you're at the gym, while you're doing dishes, whatever you're doing, um, you can listen to the Ninja Audio and study. You can turn um, drive time into study time, et cetera. So that's a way to fill in the gaps with more efficient studying. And uh, and then also more efficient studying, we add, so we have the, the Ninja MCQ test bank has adaptive learning. We have our, our training score, which is this uh, complex formula that takes into account blue, blueprint weighting and and also how you're doing on your last 250 questions across uh, the entire population of the materials. And so um, it will help you, the adaptive learning will help you to, to know how, how you're doing. Um, but also if you have the adaptive learning on, it will, it will help you to not waste as much time on, um, on topics that you're strong in and instead help you to focus in on your weaknesses. So um, two paths, more effective and more efficient. And every course um, has their ways that they're effective and efficient. And that's just how um, Ninja differenti differentiates itself in that, re in that regard. The longer I talk, the, the harder it will be for the words to come out. Um, 
probably the biggest way that Ninja differentiates itself is uh, price. So um, we're the only subscription-based model among like what I call the big five courses um, in in the industry. And yes, Ninja is included in that. Um, and so we're, we're the only ones that will let you uh, subscribe for $67 and then stop. And then you can keep what you've downloaded. There's no minimum stay, whatever. You can start, stop, come back, leave, come back again in three months, never come back. It's all up to you. And um, I don't think anyone else can, can match that. So hope that's helpful. DLP writes in, how do I study for FAR? I've been out of school for years. The massive amount of information overwhelms me. Help. Okay. So on questions of, of how to study, it's really, it's really broken down into the framework. The answer will always be the ninja framework. And, and so on, on a lot of these, I'm going to take it right back to the ninja framework and then try to apply that to each um, unique question as I can. But the ninja framework, nail the concepts, intense notes, nonstop MCQ, just rewrite your notes, it all comes together. This formula has been around, I came up with it uh, for, um, that's why it's called ninja, um, for 10 years and it works. And the reason why it works is because um, it goes back to what I said in, in the previous question, efficiency. <clears throat> Most courses out there have you do um, watch video one, do, quest do questions over chapter one, watch video two, do questions over video two. And what's going to happen is in week eight, you're going to forget what you, the questions that you did in week one. Um, and especially if your course doesn't prescribe uh, intense note-taking, you are going to forget it. So if you're underlining or highlighting or whatever, you're going to forget it. And especially if you're just highlighting everything in the book. Um, and so the Ninja Framework, it, it really, it's a more efficient way of studying. And I think it's a more effective way of studying because everything that you do is, is laser focused. Um, and so nail the concepts. So it doesn't matter what review course you're using. And um, this is just the, ba the basic Ninja Framework. And um, so the basic Ninja Framework is nail the concepts. Get through all of your conceptual material. So if you have a big video course, get through all of the videos. Don't work any multiple choice questions. Then as you're watching the videos, take notes. Taking notes will help you later on. Taking notes will also help you to stay to stay awake. And if you don't know what to write down, just get a legal pad and start writing down um, like the key principles, the key fact nuggets. So, and then budget your time. So I'm going to get through all of my videos in two weeks. I'm going to get through the entire Ninja book in two weeks. So if you have a, if you have a, a big bad video course, uh, get through all your videos, like whatever your timeline is, budget it two weeks. If you're, if you're going through um, Ninja only, then you want to go through it, go through the Ninja book, 10 days, two weeks, something like that. Um, once you hit those two weeks, you're done. Like 
if you keep dragging it out, you will never get through. So eh, done. Moving on to um, not stop, the nonstop MTQ. This is when you jump into your test bank. And um, as you're working the MTQ, you are taking notes. So I missed this question. What's the little, what's the little nugget? Write that down. If you got it correct, but you think you're going to um, forget later, write it down. So then by the time that you've gone through all of your MCQ, or not all of your MCQ, but all of the time allotted for your MCQ, so whatever, 10 days, two weeks, um, then, sorry, <clears throat> you can comment on that if you want. I can't help it. Um, there are a lot of pluses to having such an unprofessional beard, and there's also some minuses. Like, <laughs> anyway, um, so you have all of your 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 notes from from your concepts. You have all of your notes from your MCQ, and then so then what do you do with it? Like, you have like an entire um, legal pad worth of notes. Well, now is when you just rewrite your notes. Now, you could skip that step, and most, most people probably do, but I've never gotten an email from someone that said, hey, Jeff, I rewrote my notes, and I, I just wish I hadn't done that. It's, it's actually quite the opposite. It's awful. It's horrible. It's tedious. But what it does is it causes you to rethink what you've written down. You take your long form scribbles and put them into um, just your little bite-sized nuggets. And it, it actually helps you to learn the material twice. And then finally, it all comes together. And so what that means is now it's time for your final review. Um, so you have, you have two paths. You can either, or really three paths. You have your, your notes that you rewrote. You should be reading them every day. If you didn't do that, then read the ninja notes every day or read them both every day. Um, so load them on your phone, take them with you wherever you go. And then in your MCQ test bank, start with um, your weakest topic and work backwards. And yes, the AICPA will know what your weakest topic is. <laughs> Guarantee you, they will ask you, uh, it will seem like every other question is on that topic. So uh, for FAR, like, like you know, like you don't even have to look at the analytics. You know that you're horrible at governmental accounting. So let's start with governmental accounting. And do a set of 20. And um, if you score 70%, move on to your next weakest topic, you know, bonds or whatever. 70% um, uh, is an arbitrary number. I know it's not 75, it's not 80. But like, like you have to keep going. So get that 70% and keep going. So uh, start with your weakest topic and work backwards. Now back to your question, DLP. So yeah, FAR, um, someone said FAR is an inch, an inch deep and a mile wide. And that's true. You have to know a little about everything and then a lot about some things. And I mean, just you know what your major topics are going to be. Um, inventory, leases, revenue recognition, um, governmental accounting, and whatever else. And so, I mean, you can't just know a little bit about those. You have to know a lot about those. 
but like there's no there's no topics you can skip um if it were regulation and business law i'd be like yeah but um not for far and so while far is um substantial and horrible that's the framework that you work through really two keys follow follow the ninja framework and then within that ninja framework you need to budget your time. So either study um, on average about seven weeks for FAR, um, budget your time. Sherry writes in, I passed FAR and regulation without notes, but failed auditing and BEC. What would you recommend for someone like me? Okay. So, hey, you may... <laughs> You made it through, in my opinion, the two toughest exams. Of course, anyone who's, um, of course, you failed auditing BEC, so you, you might disagree with that. Um, and so um, you could keep just not taking notes, but obviously you are thinking about it. And so if you, if you don't want to take notes, one thing that you could do is it's the NINJ phase of ninja just rewrite your notes um, you could just take the ninja notes and rewrite them it's it's an excellent way to study the ninja notes it will help you to actually have to wade through the material so that's what I, that's what i would do if you don't want to rewrite your notes i would at least rewrite the ninja notes and i would spend a week doing it so it's like hey uh for the next seven days i'm going to um rewrite the ninja notes and there's X number of pages and just budget your time. And when you're done with it, you're done with it. Albert says, what kind of advice do you have for someone who is scoring in the mid 60s and above in more than two retakes? All right, scoring mid 60s more than, more than twice. Okay. <clears throat> so some questions to ask yourself, Albert. Um, how hard am I studying? Am I, I mean, back when I was studying for the exam, <laughs> back when I really didn't want to be a CPA, not enough to study, like I just kind of didn't study. I just kind of cram. How hard are you, are you studying? Are you getting up early? Are you studying at lunch? Are you studying late at night? <clears throat> Are you sacrificing? Are you studying? Um, are you working MCQ with, you know, your your eighth, um, going through Breaking Bad, the entire uh, whatever, all five or six seasons of Breaking Bad for the eighth time? <clears throat> well, that's a problem. Um, by the way, I saw I saw on. Um, on on Reddit, someone noticed my uh, Breaking Bad references in the MCQ, so that, that made, me, made me happy. <clears throat> How hard are you studying? Are you kind of just going through the motions, um, or are you studying really hard? If you're like, Jeff, I'm studying so hard, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, then how are you studying? Are you studying using the Ninja Framework? If you're studying like the other ways, like uh, chapter one, question one, chapter two, question two, you should be using the, the ninja framework and so that that will um map out for you um how 
to study. And again, Ninja Framework, uh, nail the concepts, intense notes, nonstop MCQ, rewrite your notes, and it all comes together. And then finally, your training score. So in Ninja, um, like if you've been trending in the 60s and you show up on exam day and you get a 60, that should not surprise you. It should surprise you if you're if you're just doing a ton of questions and training in the 90s. Well, then that's a problem. But like you know, if you're if you're trending um, below passing, and which I get that email a lot. I was trending in the in the 70s in the in the low 70s. Like, well, um, like if you're up against a deadline, I get it. But if you can punt and reschedule your exam because you're trending below a 75 or even below an 80. Um, why are we doing that? So don't take the exam unless you're truly ready. So how, how hard are you studying? How are you studying? And your training score. <clears throat> All right. Raquel says, I sat for auditing and got a 70. I'm wondering if this is for me. Any study tips? How long should I study for my retake? And another question that came in, I failed odd and I don't know, <clears throat> don't know how to approach the subject, subject again, feeling absolutely lost. So two auditing questions back to back. Um, first thing I would say, <clears throat> if you're a ninja, log into the ninja dashboard and download the ninja study planners. We have a four-week study planner and a seven-week study planner. Um, if you're not currently a ninja, you can go to another71.com forward slash free and sign up and download those for free. You get free notes and audio and stuff like that. Okay, so that's step one. You need you need the study planner. Um, and then and then it goes back to um, how hard you're studying, ninja framework, and your and your training score. <clears throat> so for auditing, or really for, for any retake, um, a common mistake that people do on retakes is they cut corners. And I know this because I've had hundreds, maybe thousands of emails come in, uh, people fail, and you know I usually ask, break it down for me. How did you fail? Or what was your study methodology? And a lot of the time it was, oh, I scored a 73 and then um, I crammed, got back in there two weeks later. And I'm so confused. I scored a 68. Um, so when people tell me that they scored lower, I'm not surprised. Um, the reason for that is <clears throat> when you go take an exam, um, at that moment in time, you are exam ready. Um, two, three, Whatever weeks after that, when you get your um, your score, <clears throat> you're not exam ready anymore. So, um, so there is a significant uh, short term memory component to studying for the exam. It's it would be <clears throat> nice to think that all all the far information that you're studying, um, that would all, it would all stick. And then, um, you pass the exam and you go on to be a CPA and then you're just an expert on the far material. 
That's not true. Um, you're only going to be an expert in governmental accounting if you actually work in governmental accounting like, and study it, like study the uh, minutia like really hard. Um, if you go off and, and you do tax returns for a living, like you're going to know tax law really well, um, but you're not going to be an expert in governmental accounting. And being a CPA actually means that you meet the minimum requirements to serve the public interest. So isn't that comforting to you? Um, and so it's okay to cram your head full of all this stuff and just barf it out on exam day. And so when you go in and retake an exam, when you haven't gone through that cram and barf process, <laughs> um, you are going to go back in and likely score worse. And that's why, that's why for a retake, you need to go back and you start over, start from scratch. So for auditing, you need to go back to the beginning. Like, all right, if you understand um you know audit sampling really well and it's just like i don't need to study it again fine skip that chapter if you want to but um a common mistake people make is that they they just cram and they go back in and study or take their exam they score worse they're cutting corners so make sure that you are not cutting corners so um it's natural like if you scored worse, it's natural to feel like you're completely lost and you want to give up. Well, it's not because you're dumb or, or because you aren't capable. It's just you're not studying correctly. Um, and people make all sorts of errors when they're studying. And they especially make these errors when they're studying for a retake. Do not, friends don't let friends cut corners on retakes. Um, friends also don't let friends highlight. So two public service announcements. So again, um, download the Ninja Study Planner. If you're in the dojo, download it from the dashboard or, or go to another71.com forward slash free. John writes in, I received a 73 on regulation and I lose auditing at the end of July. At least I have far for over a year. Please advise. Well, um, I can tell you, firsthand that losing an exam an exam credit um it's really really horrible and i wouldn't wish it on most of my worst enemies <laughs> hopefully i don't have too many worst enemies <clears throat> um it's awful so uh i get my my story if you want to read my exam story my sad story go to another71.com forward slash jeff um and you can read my exam history. And so I scored back-to-back -back 74s on regulation. And it's because I didn't <laughs> I didn't want to I didn't want to study AMT. And I didn't want to study light count exchanges with a liability swap. And um, we got my first 74. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna do it again. And then I got my second 74. And the stakes were pretty high on the second 74 because one more point, and I would have been a CPA uh, or pass the exam. Um, by the way, when you pass the CPA exam, don't post on LinkedIn that you're a CPA. <laughs> Only post it when your state board of accountancy deems as such, and then add the additional disclosure of what state you're licensed in. <laughs> um, anyway, um, one more point, I would have been a CPA. Um, instead, I was back to needing to retake regulation, and I lost my FAR credit. Of all the exams to lose, Far as the worst, um, I know from experience. 
And so, um, so you can read my story there. Now, I say that just to take some pressure off of you. Don't let the pressure of losing an exam like totally mess up your next exam. So this is being recorded at the end of July and you might lose auditing. And I'm here to tell you it's okay. And it's not ideal, not fun, not what you wanted when you signed up, but that's kind of life. That's kind of CPA exam life. Um, and that's okay. And so if you do lose auditing, um, the only thing that will keep you from, from going nuts is just the perspective. Instead of thinking about, I have regulation and doesn't say what, doesn't say anything about BEC, but count your blessings that you have far. You've passed far. So it's all, all about your perspective. You can cry about losing auditing or you can count your blessings that you passed far and that you're doing well on regulation. Just don't make the mistake of cutting corners on regulation. Follow the Ninja framework and um, get back in there. Again, not the end of the world. If you, if you lose auditing, you'll be all right. Mike says, for regulation, I've, I've got a 72, 74, and 68. And uh, as I said before, it doesn't surprise me when people score worse. Um, on an exam and um, I'd bet dollars to donuts. I don't really know what that phrase means. I just have a friend that says it. <clears throat> he's an attorney, so he's smart. Um, <laughs> 72, 74 and 68, uh, um, I, I bet you um, cut corners on your retake. This was just using Wiley CPA and now I have now purchased Ninja. Any advice? Okay, so I get emails all the time. Um, I have course, XYZ, I have Becker, I have Wiley, I have Roger, et cetera, Surgeon, et cetera. Um, Slime, Jaeger. <laughs> um, how do I use Ninja with my course? And so I'm going to break, break it down for you how to use Ninja as a supplement with your um, Wiley course. So uh, going back to the Ninja framework. Um, so again, Ninja Framework, nail the concepts, intense notes, nonstop MCQ, rewrite your notes, and it all comes together. So that's the basic framework. So how does it work when you're adding, when you're using Ninja as <clears throat> a supplement? Well, nail the concepts with your base course. So and in your instance, it's Wiley. Okay. <clears throat> um, so go through all of your Wiley videos. Take notes over all of your Wiley videos. And from day one, start reading the Ninja notes. From day one, start listening to the Ninja audio when you drive, everywhere you go. It's okay if, if the audio covers a section that you um, have never, that you haven't covered in your Wiley materials or whatever, it's okay. Um, the goal with the Ninja audio is to listen to it as many times as possible. Um, my people tell me, I listened to your audio so many times, I could hear your annoying voice. They didn't say annoying voice, but um, I could hear your voice on exam day. Um, uh, especially those in auditing with Timmy. 
Okay. Um, so uh, if you know what I'm talking about, you can comment. <laughs> a lot of Tim A fans out there, let me tell you. Um, so listen to the Ninja Audio as many times as possible. It doesn't matter if you haven't, if you haven't, um, I almost said pension accounting. That's no longer a thing in the CPA exam. It doesn't matter if you've already color, covered um, uh, employee benefit plans, financial statements. Um, you can listen to the Ninja Audio, and by the fifth time you listen to it, then you start covering it in your materials. It'll all make a lot more sense. Um, so day day one, week one, week two, get through your, your Wiley CPA uh, videos as quickly as possible. Take notes over your Wiley CPA videos. It will um, help you be less bored because accounting and CPA exam content is by nature boring and keep your brain engaged. And then you also have something to show for your efforts. Uh, read the ninja notes many times as possible. Just like the audio, it doesn't matter what topic you're on. Just read, 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 read. So nail the concepts. And again, while you're, while you're going over your Riley course, um, take intense notes. Now, um, if this is your first time going through your Wiley course, go through um, the MCQ, the non-site MCQ phase in your Wiley test bank. However, if this is a retake, go through the non-site MCQ phase um, using Ninja MCQ because um, there's a good chance that you've been through the Wiley test bank and you are starting to memorize questions. And uh, that happens a lot. And so switch over to Ninja MCQ from here on out for, <clears throat> for your MCQ. Now, you spend 10 days, two weeks on your MCQ. You're taking killer notes as you're reading the MCQ, as you're working the Wiley, uh, excuse me, working at Ninja MCQ or Wiley Testing if it's your, if it's your first time through. And um, you need to rewrite your notes. So if you don't want to do it, that's fine. You're an adult. Uh, and it's your exam fee. It's your life. You can do whatever you want. You can do none of this. That's okay, too. Um, rewrite your notes. Or if you don't want to rewrite your notes, and what, what does that mean, rewrite your notes? Go to Staples, whatever, get a stack of legal pads and some really nice pens, like, you know, like, um, can't even think of what they're called, but eh, none around here. But um, uh, just, just the really nice ones and uh, start writing and make, make little bullet points. And... So that's how you that's how you rewrite your notes. Spend a week doing that, or rewrite the ninja notes. Perfectly fine too. Um, legal pads, same thing. Go through the go through the ninja notes, and then finally it all comes together. Um, ninja notes plus your your weakest MCQ topic. Start with your weakest MCQ topic, work backwards, and then don't move on to your next weakest section until you're scoring in the seventies. Now, um, something that, that I would also do is um, Ninja Sparring. It's our live CPA tutoring that we have four nights a week. Um, you can cover, watch it live. Right now, they're at 8 o'clock Central, or four nights a week, Monday through Thursday. Um, but we have like hundreds of hours of sparring replays, and people love them. <laughs> people don't like me anymore. They like Ninja Mike, so that's okay. <laughs> My heart will go on. Um, Watch a sparring replay or two or five over your weaker topics. So you know what they are. Um, 
especially if you're in BEC, definitely do cost accounting. Ninja Mike is a CMA whiz. And, uh, and so he does that topic especially well. Jocelyn says, would love to hear any parents' perspectives or testimonials. I have three kids, ages nine, three, and one. How to make it work? Um, well, uh, so there's a lot of people out there studying um, while going through busy season, public accounting, et cetera. And there's also a lot of people out there who are studying with kids. And everyone feels like they're alone. Um, and how do you balance uh, a job, a mortgage, church commitments, little league, Sally wants da dance lessons, Bobby made the traveling baseball team and they practice eight days a week. Um, uh, my spouse has these type of expectations for me at home. Um, my boss has these expectations of me at work. How in the world am I going to study? And so uh, you're not alone. Really, it comes back down. Really, it comes to um, you have to be organized and you have to have um, – structure so if you're a ninja you can log into the, to the dojo dashboard um, if you're not you can get the study planner another 71.com forward slash free so number one um, you need to be organized and then number two you obviously need to follow the ninja framework you know the concepts intense notes not set mcq just rewrite your notes it all comes together and the study planner has it's actually built into all that um, you can also look at my story. When I passed, I had three kids. Now I have, now I have 10 kids. Um, that's true. And, um, and, um, so you can read, <laughs> my goal is to get through this podcast without one of them coming through like a window and wanting me to, uh, turn on the Apple TV. <laughs> um, an interesting article uh, from Allison from back in the day. So Allison was um, a member of uh, Club 75, which predated uh, Ninja Monthly. It's like old, the oldest of old school. Um, but Allison now owns her own CPA firm. She's a licensed CPA in uh, South Carolina. I forget, the, I forget where in South Carolina, but... Um, Anyway, back in the day, she wrote this article, The Working Mom Survival Guide. Um, go to another71.com. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> Let's see. I need, I need to change that. Another71.com forward slash moms. Don't go to another71 forward slash moms. That won't work. <laughs> I don't even know what, what that is. Um, but uh, go to another71.com forward slash moms and read Allison's story. She has some really good tips on how to um, – balance the expectation of being a mom and studying and working. <laughs> and uh, even if you don't work outside of the home, we all know that uh, stay-at-home moms have an extremely hard job too. My wife's always been a stay-at-home mom and I see it every day. So um, so do that. And I actually want to interview um, Allison. Um, be a good follow-up interview. And so um, look forward to doing that. So I hope that is helpful. Nino writes in, for MCQ, what strategy do you recommend? Do I need to see all of the questions? So the MCQ are part of the 
the N and the A in Ninja, Nonsense MCQ, it all comes together. Uh, I've, I've never re really dug into the data. Um, anecdotally, most people do not make it through all the MCQ in any platform. Um, that's why <laughs> when some of the review course marketing says, we have 8 billion questions. It's like, okay, well, uh, try to get through a thousand. <laughs> um, and so uh, most people do not get through all their MGQ. And so um, that's why adaptive learning is key. Most platforms have adaptive learning. I'm not going to say Ninja is special in that regard. Uh, not all adaptive learning is created equally, but um, so the Ninja adaptive learning, it will hit on your, your, um, your weak areas. And you might not like that. You might be offended by that. Um, so I see uh, posts sometimes in Reddit, like people really discouraged because um, Ninja's kicking their butt. That's a good thing. Getting your butt kicked is a good thing. Um, so um, so yeah, not some MCQ. It's not, it's not how many MCQ you do. It's you work as many as you can through your allotted window, however you budget, 10 days, two weeks. And um, you can either do it in like topic mode. I'm a huge fan of topic mode, or you can just do like, you know, wide open, hit me with your best shot mode. Um, I don't like that as much because in topic mode, you can take notes easier. Um, and then when it all comes together, you're going to be doing sets of 20. And you know you score fifty percent, then sixty percent, then seventy percent. Boom! Move on to your next, um, your next weakest topic. So um, it's not how many MCQ; it's it's how focused you are while you're doing it and your methodology while you're doing it. Josh writes in: I had two of the exact same simulations on both of my FAR exams. I've contacted the AICPA, but I'm not getting any guidance. Um, I don't know this for sure, but my guess is that, um, you know, they have however many simulations in the official Prometric slash AICPA test bank. Um, I'm sure it's a lot. Um, I doubt they have language coded. Uh, if this is Josh, then don't show um them sim number three they've already seen that i doubt that so i think it's just random random luck now you could see that okay all right so you leave your exam center you got a simulation over xyz man that one really kicked my butt i'm going to go back and learn that topic and go over that huh i remember in ninja mcq there was a topic a sim topic that's pretty similar to that. I'm going to go over that. So um, I might not get that, ex that exact sim, but I might get a similar sim. So I guess you could look at it as, um, as kind of a blessing in disguise. But you know, I don't, I don't think you're going to get any any guidance on that because I just, I just don't think. Um, I think it was just a coincidence. Miriam says, I need help towards a strategy for my audit retake after a 54. I'm using only Ninja this time. Okay, so we've, we've gone through the Ninja framework um, just in general and how to use it as a supplement. Um, now we're going to break it down how to um, study 
um, with Ninja only. And all right. So people who I get this email all the time as well. How do I study Ninja only? So um, either their course expired, um, <clears throat> they don't have a course, um, or they hate their course, and so they're going only Ninja. So this is how you do it. You nail the concepts with your Ninja book. Get to the Ninja book, two weeks, whatever. Like, um, like read it slowly, skim it, read the bullet points, whatever. But after you've met your your time budget, you're done. Like you can, if you budget two weeks, you can't spend three weeks. And so be quick, but don't hurry. So uh, I have 14 days. There's whatever, 600 pages. That's, you know, do the math. How many pages per day? And you have to keep pace. And so that tells you if you can read or if you can skim. And how do you take notes over that with an intense notes, <clears throat> um, which is which is the next one. Um, people sometimes struggle with taking notes over the Ninja book. And I understand why. Just take you, um, take notes over, over just kind of the highlights if you can. Um, if you can't, skim it. Um, and, and don't worry about it. You can always rewrite the notes, the Ninja notes later. Um, week one, start reading the Ninja notes and the Ninja audio and listen to the Ninja audio. Again, you will cover things in the Ninja audio that you haven't covered in the Ninja book. That's okay. Get through the Ninja audio as many times as possible um, between now and exam day. That's how the Ninja audio will work for you. So you're taking notes over the Ninja book as you can. It, it, again, it's hard to take notes over, over a book. Um, if you're using a video course, it's easier. The, the instructor says, hey, check this out. Well, you write that down. Oh, skip the phase. Um, Non-stop MCQ. This is where this is where the magic happens. This is where you really start learning. It's when you take um, these bulk CPA exam concepts or accounting concepts, and it really shows you how the AICPA tests over this material. And in my opinion, the the MCQ are the most critical part of your entire journey <clears throat> because you can study all sorts of concepts all, all day long, but it's really how the AICPA tests it that matters. <clears throat> and so the little wrinkles, the little nuances, and um, take notes of your MCQ. If you miss it, write it down. If you think if you got right, but you but you think you'll miss it later, write it down. Rewrite your notes. Um, again, if you if you either didn't take notes or you don't want to re rewrite those notes, then rewrite the ninja notes. Um, worst case scenario, you're like, Jeff, I'm not doing any of that and you can't make me. Then really um, read the ninja notes as many, many, many times as possible. And then finally, it all comes together. Um, ninja notes, weakest MCQ topic. So start with your weakest MCQ topic. Um, and work backward. Uh, many testlets have 20 questions. Move on to your next weakest topic. And then sparring. Like, watch as many sparring sessions as possible. And again, Ninja, Ninja Mike is a rock star. Um, and you can attend a live session and ask a question. You can submit 
a question. Hey, I'm struggling with such and such. Um, you can submit a question and Mike will cover it. And um, so all of that is covered in Ninja Monthly offer the $67 fee. Shameless plug. <clears throat> Hannah says, I like the abundance of the MCQ. I wish there were solution videos, videos where you went through the problems and sims. So we don't do that with each MCQ, but um, again, in the sparring Ninja Mike, like um, it's topical. So, hey, here's the topic. Here's the questions that we're going to cover 10 questions over this topic. And we're going to break down these questions in Excel, go over the journal entries, et cetera. So if you can't, if you can't follow sparring live, definitely watch <coughs> the, uh, the replay. That's all in um, Ninja Monthly. <clears throat> Eric writes in, I've tried your method waking up early, lunch, and late, but I run into burnout and losing study motivation. And then within the same vein, studying for three hours a day, uh, Daisha says, studying for three hours a day is exhausting. How do you sustain this tempo for a year? Well, a couple of things. Um, number one, don't start studying for the CPA exam. This is for all you college students out there. Don't start studying for the CPA exam before you're ready. I tell people, um, not until you're eight weeks out from your exam. You will burn out. It is a certainty. Enjoy your life while you still have it because your life is over <laughs> once you start the exam. All right. So you have this life. It's over. Now, how do you uh, get a life back? You need to budget your time. So um, L plan, early lunch, late. If you can't get up early, like, you know, uh, that's just your reality, then this is all about you, punt. But the question is, and that's fine, but there has to be flex in your schedule somewhere. And maybe it's, um, uh, it, maybe you give up fantasy football this fall. <laughs> all right, never mind. Don't give up fantasy football. Um, the last two years, the last year has been so crappy, you know, anything but fantasy football. Um, so, but you're going to have to give up something and because you need, you need to make better use of your time. And uh, so, you know, if you're staying up super late, you can't get up early. So um, maybe you finish your day and, hey, you know what? It's 10 o'clock at night. Instead of messing around for two hours, I'm actually going to go to bed. And then I'm going to get up get up two hours earlier uh, at 4.30 instead of 6.30 and, and study. Now, granted, your life is going to be terrible for, for two weeks as you adjust to that. But once you adjust, congratulations, you're now a morning person. <laughs> you're now that old person that goes to bed at 9 o'clock on a Saturday because <laughs> you get up at 4.30. Um, lunch. Man, if you – so – Within your office culture, if you still go to the office, <laughs> um, like if it's not cool to sit at your desk and like if you're expected to work while you're at your desk, even if you're on your lunch break, then leave. Go down to the coffee shop and find a socially distanced table and, uh, <laughs> and study. Uh, leave if you have to. Um, but you're going to have to fit in those 15 to 20 hours a week, period. And if you can't, then 
then it's time to hit timeout on, on the exam. But my guess, most people have that flex unless you just have like extreme circumstances. So again, follow that L plan, get that ninja study planner with the L plan. Um, and go to, um, you can get that by going to another 71.com forward slash free or if you're in the dojo, just log in to the dojo. David says, is Ninja CPA a standalone review course or would you recommend that I use it as a supplement? Uh, Ninja CPA is a standalone review course. Um, it has everything that a that your, that your basic review course has um, except for the expensive price. And I think, I think some people, because it's, because it's so cheap, affordable, uh, they, they doubt, um, the, um, that it could be a standalone course. That's why I have a 30 day money back, you know, no drama guarantee. Like, uh, you don't believe me, go for it. I'll give you your money back if you think I'm lying. Uh, or, or if you discover that I'm, that I misrepresented it. Um, uh, yeah, so Ninja CPA is a standalone review course. However, most people do not use Ninja as a standalone review course because um, by the time they've even heard of Ninja, you know, we don't we don't show up at college, at college campuses. We don't, you know, fly to different coasts and set up booths at various meetings and um, wine and dine accounting professors. We don't do that. Um, that's why our course is sixty seven dollars. So. All of that stuff, who pays for it? You do. Um, so most people use Ninja as a supplement, and why not? You already have your expensive review course, whether it was you know, somebody somebody paid for it, whether it's your um, your employer or your grandma, or you're making payments from now um, until the end of time. <laughs> like you already have it, so use it. That's why I go back to how to use Ninja and as a supplement, use it. Um, uh, but is Ninja a standalone review course? Yes. And, and, um, you know, and we have a tutorial on the, another, on the, another, uh, another 71 site, go down to the footer. You'll see, uh, how to pass with Ninja only. If you want to see how Ninja st stacks up with other review courses, or if you want to use Ninja with another review course, <clears throat> um, you go to, I don't know why I just coughed in my in my in my uh, elbow. No one else is around me. <laughs> Maybe I should have a mask on too. <laughs> um, go to another seventy-one.com forward slash compare, and you'll see how Ninja just the features like what does Ninja include for sixty-seven bucks um, with the other review courses. And again, you can use Ninja standalone or with any course. More and more people are using it standalone. All right, let's jump into the chat. Hmm. Well, <laughs> all right. So the comments are always interesting, and I'm glad that they weren't streaming in real time. <laughs> well, some of these I can't even read out loud. Um, one, uh, please let me know when I can buy updated material, Ninja Materials are updated and uh so they're updated for for um july there i'll show this one uh wet fart says that's a hell of a st 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 stutter thank you you know what sometimes i do stutter especially when i'm live and i'm nervous so also smack my lips and uh that's just 
<laughs> That's just uh, how it goes. All right. With the, <laughs> uh, with the, uh, with the eight mile route with that one, <laughs> with the ninja method, how long do you recommend studying for far? Uh, seven weeks. If you're on a, on an accelerated time frame, then I would study, um, for four weeks max and, um, again, you go to another71.com forward slash free and we have the um, study planner with the Ninja Method. How long do you recommend regulation? Seven weeks. And uh, 10 kids, congrats. Um, yep. Uh, <laughs> our house is very active. I'll say that. And, uh, and people say, man, you're so, your kids are so well behaved. And I'll say, uh, you didn't see us this morning. We were trying to get out the door for church. How long would you say to prep for each exam? How many weeks out before the test date? Um, ideally far and, um, regulation, uh, seven weeks. So seven, to eight weeks max. All right. Little soapbox here. I don't care who it is, never, or who says this, never study for an exam more than eight weeks, ever, period. If they say longer than eight weeks, they're 110% wrong. Okay. Um, and I don't care how many letters they have they have, they have after their name. Um, past eight weeks, you get into diminishing returns. So I see, you get emails. I studied for three months for FAR and I scored a 65. Well, no kidding. Eight weeks max so regulation and far eight weeks max um bec and auditing you know five or six weeks is kind of the uh sweet spot there all right in closing if you have a question for me you can leave it in the comments if you leave it after this has been recorded I will um, include it in another, in the next podcast. Um, or you can email me and uh, tell me about my stutter at jeff at another71.com. And you can hit me up on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. Uh, Twitter, Reddit. <clears throat> and uh, you can DM me in most of those places or the YouTubes. If you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Um, currently have a, an AMA on Reddit, and it's a long link, but you can go to another71.com forward slash Reddit, and uh, you can tell me I stutter there if you want. <laughs> or go to, um, you want our free downloads, free study planners, free notes, a week, free week of the Ninja MCQ test bank, and um, so go to another71.com forward slash free capitalism alert. If you want to become a ninja, go to another71.com forward slash ninja. Ninja monthly is $67 a month. No commitment. Come and go as you want. Stay three months. Stay one month. <clears throat> Come back again after three months. Come back never again. It's all your choice. Full course or, or supplement 30-day 
guarantee if you don't like it, no questions asked and no drama. No drama. Subscribe to the another71.com podcast on Spotify. <clears throat> Someone asked me if you're on Spotify. I was like, I don't know. I looked up. Yeah, we are on Spotify. <laughs> I've never listened to myself on Spotify and nor will I ever. Um, please rate, review, download, help, help us out. And again, thanks for watching and listening. Again, leave comments in the chat and uh, or email me directly, jeff at another71.com. We'll do another one real soon. Um, all right. Well, thanks for watching. Be good, everyone. Take care. And I will talk to you soon.